welcome to Where's Your Head at the Podcast. My name is Saba. I'm Julia, and we are here with Cheyenne Maberly. Hi, Cheyenne. Hi, guys. Thanks for having me. Uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself before we start? Okay. I am from Vancouver, BC. I'm a, an artist, an actor, playwright, comedian. Um, I'm afraid of jello, and uh, I drink a lot of ginger ale. I think we're going to really fight on that because I love Jell-O. Oh, really? I, that like, you know those cartoons where like people like swim into a vat of Jell-O? It like is my dream to do that. I think that's such a cool thing to do. Like just move around in Jell-O. Like Bojack Horseman when he was like, here's a pool of Jell-O. That is actually my biggest fear. Oh my God. (laughs) Um, I just saw a commercial or something, like one of those like quick food things and it was like jello lego and people building lego with jello and how they made it and it was really funny uh cheyenne is like twitching right now <laughs> it is uh, the, the most revolting uh, um, texture i can imagine and it actually makes me feel like oh, i'll hold it it actually makes me feel Weird in my throat. Physically, my throat feels strange when you start talking about Jello, like uncomfortable. I don't know where it came from. I don't know if I had a traumatic experience. I don't remember if I blocked something horrible. Did you get your tonsils out and it freaked you out? No, I I, I still have my tonsils. I get strep throat often because of so it. Jello shots out of the question. Out of the question. <laughs> you can't even and like alcohol is my favorite thing, and then yeah. they put it in Jello, and it's just very confusing very and very conflicting. <laughs> yeah, very awful. Uh. Okay, so we know to not talk about Jello around you. Yeah. Okay, or just cool. Give, not give her Jello. Not yeah. give her Jello. Not talk about it. Like say trigger warning Jello. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but let's get into it. These are like our very short podcast things. Um, we are here with Cheyenne at, in the Yukon in Whitehorse doing uh, Compass Points. She's one of the emerging artists in Compass Points, and we just want to know what's been going on in your head so far since you've been here. Where's your head at? It's been a very uh, surprisingly emotional experience and um, very overwhelming at times. We've been going kind of nonstop with different um, theater endeavors, which is exactly why I wanted to come here, because I was getting a little static Mm -hmm. in Vancouver. Um, uh, But it's been very interesting. Um, I definitely am going to be leaving here with a lot of ideas and inspiration, and I think more than anything, a more uh, sure voice, because I have had varied opinions about everyone else's opinions here Um, and it's very validating to feel equal opportunity to say it in this program. I actually have a question for you um, on inspiration. Uh, we both come from like similar backgrounds where we like comedy. Uh, you actually do stand-up. I And we both enjoy like sketch and things like that. Um, and I found coming here that I was really... Insp- like I, I guess I write in a more... Um, like in a more, I guess, traditional point of view where I, like, make a play, like, a very, very text-driven structure, right? But I was really inspired by a lot of the, um, I guess, uh, immersive or the interactive theater pieces here. Mm -hmm. Uh, So, like, Landline, Pop-Up Love Party. Um, We'll put links for all these productions in a little description box just so you can, like, at least look at them. They're not in based in Toronto. I think they're Halifax and uh, maybe Ottawa. They go around the world, though, the tour. Um, But... I was really inspired by those. I don't know how I would incorporate technology into my pieces yet, yeah. but I think that's like something that I really took away from it. Um, what 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 have you taken away? Um, 
I guess sort of uh, for me the boundaries of theater because I've seen such a varied uh, structure here. Um, everybody seems to be. Um, not everybody, but majority of artists, especially people that were pitching their projects, pitching is part of the um, industry series that happens here. So artists pitch projects and they want partners for it. Um, I found that it is going so in the direction of not the proscenium, people on a stage, audience separate. And that has been hugely inspirational for me because I'm currently um, writing a piece about a, mo like a moving show um, where the audience moves through it and has... Um, opportunity to go everywhere so this is interesting because I was wondering how feasible that piece was and then seeing the uh, the boundaries of structure pushed here has been very inspiring um, but also on the same note I, something that's come up for me a lot um, mentioning that we're both in comedy um, I'm a little I got a little intimidated because a lot of the thing that we've been talking about is the impact of theater the social justice of theater and while I think comedy has all of that everything really here that's been topical has been serious yes. and dramatic and um, it makes me nervous that I'm maybe not having enough of a say about these things. My interests are different. Well, we just had like a uh, grant workshop talking about the like the impact of what your performance would be, like your, the impact of why you're doing your piece, why you want why you want a grant for your piece. And the biggest thing that came to my mind was like, oh, I don't know. I just want to make people laugh. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, and where does it come from? Like, where? How do I make that seem impactful? <laughs> yeah, and I think that this is also part of the whole, like, risk thing mm -hmm. that it goes along with. It's like, okay, so we're making these different choices within, like, a traditionally, like, serious, like, political statement. But comedy does that so well. Like, I look at Tomboy, which we saw last night, oh, yeah. which is, like, a music comedy slash poetry almost story like storytelling story and like the, it was funny but it was fucking powerful like I'm I mean I don't identify with a to, as a tomboy or what they were saying but I identified with so many things that she was he sorry he was saying on stage um and I think that it's like there isn't enough talk about that. There isn't enough discussion around like different ways to make like that is still theater. That's yeah. still theater. Oh, that was totally That's theater. Yeah. Teeter. Teeter. So, teeter. Yeah. Shava's Shava's losing her words. <laughs> um, yeah, and I think like that's like what the fact that you guys are so passionate about comedy, I think, is really important. I think we need more of that, especially in these festivals and like yeah. even just like. Yeah in our communities and, and whatnot. And yeah. I mean, I would love to hear about your, you're starting a comedy troupe, an all woman. All, we're also starting. <laughs> um, we're going to start a troupe called Mitt Romney's Binder Full of Women. Check us out. <laughs> we're, we're creating an all girl sketch group for yeah. that, um, which is something we just came up with here. Well, I came up with the name a while ago and didn't know where to put the name. I was also thinking a punk band, but I, punk band. a punk band would be. Pug band. Or, or a pug band. Also, we're just pugs play they just step on yeah. pianos. That's our next installation. That's, that's my installation. Um, but yeah, just uh, branching off of that, uh, one of the things that has come up for me is the curation of the festival. So I'm interested to talk to the curator of Magnetic North because I have found I apply for a lot of festivals with my comedy duo. I have a comedy duo called the After Party Girls. We have several installments of these characters. Check us out at Vancouver Fringe in September. Um, 
and the curation of it, I've applied for so many festivals and I feel like I have a very strong voice and very passionate about what I'm doing, but often the response I get back is that it does that style of show doesn't fit into our festival. And then I'm looking at the shows here and although they are very varied, I've found very little comedy or very little um, uh, things along those lines that I, I identify with as a creator. Yeah. Creator. I'm creator. I, <laughs> um, can I just say, I'm so sick of this idea that all theater has to be super serious and super emotional and super like dramatic and like make you like and like have this image of like some person in all in black with like Betty Page bangs and glasses like looking at it. You know what I mean? I'm so sick of that. Yeah. I, and like, here's something we were talking about is that you know why it's impactful. We can't talk today, no. me and you. We're wasted. Um, on ginger ale and water. Yeah, on ginger ale. Um, but one thing that we were talking about was how, why isn't it impactful when there are women in comedy who struggle being in comedy because they're women in comedy? Yeah. And why aren't, like, we don't get the support from our own, like, comedic, like from comedic scenes sometimes, right? Yeah. Like, I don't want to, like, say mine because I kind of, like, took a break from it and stuff. But, like, there was a... Um, post that came out recently a couple months ago maybe of like all these people anonymous women in, in comedy in the states and possibly in Canada as well talking about all like the de- like bullshit they had to deal with throughout like their comedy career like sexual abuse sexual assault like all these all these things um, and like and like how dare like a, even a theater company reject us because they don't think it's viable yeah. art you know what yeah. I mean like, except because women in comedy have a lot to say. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and I, I, and I found that, like, I mean, this is, I feel like I almost don't need to say this because I feel like every woman identifies with this, is that in my um, early, and even now, um, stages of development as an artist, I've been very pushed around by men. My voice has not been heard as much as I want it to, and I've been scared to assert my voice. And then when I see festivals that are doing are not doing the things that I'm passionate about all the time, not to say I've had an amazing experience here and I think the shows have been phenomenal, but they haven't been in the genre that I do. Mm-hmm. It's just a very, uh, um, it's very confusing because we're told at the same time that we all have a say, we all have a say and everybody's going for diversity and everybody is um, shooting for risk and that's been the buzzword around here is risky, risky, risky and I'm still not seeing people like you and I on stage doing our thing. Yeah. So it's confusing. Yeah, it's all. It is a buzzword. Like everything, and I think a lot of people recognize that. But it's like, why isn't there action being done? Why aren't, you know, we're talking about these things. We're talking about it, the three of us, and I'm sure other people are having these conversations. We can't be the only ones. Um, So, where does the action come in? How do we change that? I don't know. Like, uh, we're in our twenties. How are we supposed to know what to do when we we have no money, no power? Uh, and just get our period blood on everybody. We'll just menstruate on everyone until they. Is that the answer? That's, the that's going to change the world. That's change. Look out, world. Yeah. Get your pads ready. <laughs> <laughs> Can I be in the comedy group now? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Julie made a really good joke. You're <laughs> woman number 73. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, what I was, what, you know what it made me really do this, this uh, whole experience was before this, I was kind of always like very vague on what I do. Like, like vague on, um, like I'm an actor and I'm, I'm an actor and a writer and like this and I kind of like, and I like realized through this thing, I was like, no, 
I am mostly an improviser and I enjoy acting and I'm a writer and it made me because I saw so little of that here I became more adamant or like I I'm interested in improvisation um, it became more adamant of making my making it clear thank you Thank you so much. I'm okay. Thank you. Oh, perfect. Oh, could I ancho mayo for my sweet potato fries? Thank you. Um, what I became more adamant was like showing that this is who I am. This is like, like yeah, and I'm not gonna like apologize or be scared of showing that to people anymore. Um, yeah, that's one thing that I'm really happy I took away from it. Yeah, I would say uh, the same thing because I've been in this weird in-between phase where I've been floundering between... I, I also am a makeup artist. Um, floundering between makeup and art and writing and getting really intimidating, but intimidated by my own industry and mm -hmm. feeling pushed out of it even though, I, upon reflection, I probably haven't tried hard enough because I've been scared. Um... That's a whole other thing. That's a that's a whole can open worms everywhere. Um, so yeah, this is a, that's been a very validating experience for me as well. Um, I just before we wrap up, I just wanted to also that long pause because I'm not editing this, so I don't have time. Was us getting our food because we're having lunch and we're all having fish and chips. Yeah, in case you were really wondering, we just wanted to let you know. Um, on like one of the first days. Because Cheyenne and I are building together, so we're staying together. Um, you were saying how you felt like people, you went to school for acting, you wanted to, um, you know, be an actor, and then you wanted to be a writer, but then you went to makeup school to make your, you know, for your Joe job almost, and now you're feeling like people want you for that more. Mm -hmm. That must be really frustrating. It's incredibly frustrating because, again, this is um, my own issue of not having my own voice about what I do or what I want to do. Um, I, I do enjoy makeup and I, I, I enjoy, um, I've been working a lot in theater with makeup, which is a very interesting place to be because I feel like I'm one of the only people in Vancouver that do do that. So I've been kind of a hot commodity for the last little bit. If I do may toot my own horn, um, it, to, I'm tooting it, um, in the last little while, but then I was started to get very depressed because I wasn't acting anymore in these Plays. I wasn't being asked to come dramaturg a play. I was I was the the makeup artist, and now I find some companies don't see me as an actor because I was a makeup artist for that production. So I have this very um, yeah I have this big issue with that right now. And so that's one of the reasons I applied for this program because I was like, no, I'm an artist. I'm going. I'm coming here to be an actor, and I'm going to tell people I'm a fucking actor. That's great, and I think. Um I had a really good thought, and I completely lost it. What was I going to say? Um, start noticing Cheyenne as an actor world and a writer. Okay, thanks. Uh, do you want to plug anything before we awkwardly end our podcast? I would love to. Um, I uh, mentioned before um, I'm part of a comedy duo called the After Party Girls. We have several shows with the same characters. They are two 17-year-olds. Sometimes we flash back to being 12. Um that are very unpopular and always looking for a party and always slightly drunk and uh, it's a lot of fun 
and we are doing our first full one-hour show at the Vancouver Fringe Festival this September from the 8th to the 18th. Um, we're at Studio 16 in Vancouver. You'll see our promo everywhere because um, we are going to promo hard. So please come check it out if you like comedy, if you like women in comedy. If you don't, don't come. But no, come anyway because I, I want to make you uncomfortable. Okay. Awesome. Thank you so much. Um, we're going to go enjoy our salmon fish and sticks. They were very good. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, thank you. That was our waiter. <laughs> anyway. Very nice. Very nice. All right. Goodbye. Podcast. Sabbath. Robert. 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 Robert.